0: pizza 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 hunger for some pizza now yeah that's what we thought get yours at domino's hawaii we deliver aloha
1: the mothership podcast is sponsored by hawaii surrogacy center start your family with hawaii's leading surrogacy agency Aloha, everybody. You know, they are there when we need them most, when we need help. They keep us safe and they protect us. And we are just so thankful for their service. Joining us tonight is Sergeant Barbara Delaforce, a 23-year HPD veteran, Most of those years were in patrol on beats in Waianae, Pearl City, and Kalihi. She's currently assigned to the chief's office and supervises the department's video production unit and social media team. Sergeant Delaforce is also a proud graduate of Pearl City High School and the proud mom of four children. And she's also an avid photographer who enjoys roller skating, yoga, and lifting weights. Thank you for joining us on the pod- podcast, Sergeant Barbara Delaforce. Yes. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you
2: so much. Aloha, everyone. Thank you for having me. I- I'm very honored to be here. <laughs>
1: yeah. Wow. Well, and you have certainly been in the force for, for a very long time. Uh, did you know this is what you wanted to do back when you were at Pearl City? You know,
2: that's so funny because I wish I could say that. You know, I have my best friend. Who's also in the department, um, Karia uh, Carol? She knew. I'm a little envious because she knew from the get-go when she was growing up as a child that this was her passion. For me, uh, not so much. I my my goal was to become a teacher. I love children, so my I wanted to study be uh, early childhood education. That was my passion. And so when the opportunity arose, um, and someone had suggested, well, you know. The police department is hiring. And I thought, mm, not really my speed. But I thought, you know, I know that there are other avenues that I could serve uh, our community with children. And I was thinking, okay, you know what, I'm going to do D.A.R.E. I'm gonna work with children and uh, do the drug abuse resistance education, or I was gonna do a juvenile services division and work with um, runaways or um, some type of mentorship. That was my goal initially. And then um, when I came into the department, of course you go through the academy and then you go into the field training program. It was then that I realized that, that I had a passion for working with the community. I fell in love with patrol. So um, I stayed in patrol for most of my career, as I, as you said earlier, and that's been my passion ever since. So I do serve the community and working with kids in other ways. Uh, We do have like say hi programs or we, you know, I did do, I I am a certified D.A.R.E. officer. So I still was able to fulfill my dream, still doing it.
1: (laughs) No, you remember D.A.R.E.?
0: Oh Oh, yeah, absolutely. I remember the D.A.R.E. program and that I think, I think it 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 made a difference, you know, like um that was out there, the the education was out there for the kids us, right stuff growing up. Yeah, 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 is Officer Pueo, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Wow, yeah. Yeah. He's no longer with us. I mean, he's alive though. <laughs> but he he does not the program anymore. I you know, I was like, "Oh, wait, I better fix that."
1: <laughs> but yeah, I do remember him. <laughs> Yeah it's it's so interesting um the different aspects of the job and um you were able to pretty much experience uh, all kinds of you know sides of being a police officer um can you just share with us um maybe some of the challenges first of all i mean you being a female in the police force was yeah. that even a challenge or
2: Anything? Yes, it's a, it was definitely a challenge. You're you're coming. It's like the military. It's a paramilitary for us because you're coming into this male-dominated workplace, you know. And so, I mean, on top of being female, and I am. I mean, you can't tell in camera, but I'm only. I'm not even four foot nine. I'm four foot eight and three fourths, and I'm not the shortest. I'm not the shortest. Somebody stole my title about two years ago. She's <laughs> a little bit small, out of District Six in Waikiki, but yes that is definitely a challenge because you come into this male dominated uh workplace and you want to prove to these guys that you can do do this job you want you want to run as fast as they can you want to um jump fences as, as high as they can so definitely challenges out there and i i would say that um once you get on the road and you you meet your partners and and you do the job. You 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 signed up for it. They see it. They know it. They believe it. And that trust is built. So that's one of the challenges. I say, um, yeah, I would say coming in with the older generation as well. They're kind of like, oh, you know, what are you? What can you can you do? What mm-hmm. do you have to offer? And then we go to cases. I would say a good example would be domestic violence cases, right? And we're able to, you know, calm things down. We bring a different a different touch to it. So I, I do, in my um, experience, have had be partners that were very grateful um, for the things that us, you know, women in the police force can do, bring to
1: the table. Yeah, like bringing a feminine touch. So I mean, if you're investigating, or you're talking to victims, um, or family members, you could, you know, have that approach, right? The softer approach, that's what you're talking about, right? Yes. Defin- yeah. yeah, definitely. That's exactly what it is. So like yeah. for people listening, yeah. um, you know, what, what um, does it take to be a police mm-hmm. officer?
2: Well, it's um funny because my office is here at the training academy. So once you get through this, you know, steps of being screened, taking the test, taking the physical test, you join, um, you come into the training academy, which is located in beautiful Waipahu. And uh, you have, you dedicate about seven months of your life here. Um, you're learning. Functional skills, such as learning how to drive um, the emergency vehicle operations course. Um, you're going to go to the, our indoor um, firing range when you learn how to use firearms properly, safely. Um, there's taser. Um, we also have police officers survival training. So you learn how to enter a room um, safely if there's, you know, something like a dynamic situation, especially in light of all the, you know, mass shootings school mm. shootings and whatnot so we do focus on that at the same time though the department is focused a lot on mental health issues so we are you know turning the tide instead of um i would say we are we have that guardian mentality where we're going to be more preventative rather than reactive so we do have classes um crisis intervention team training and things like that. So it's very, very well-rounded here. And, you know, I hate to brag, but we have one of the best training academies um, in the nation. So we're very fortunate um, here at the academy. So anybody who joins the Honolulu Police Department, and and that's why a lot of them leave to go because they know how great our training here is at the department. So um, we got to hold on to our officers as best as we can because the training here is really, really great.
0: So. and how does yeah and so are you a trainer or you oversee all the trainers
2: yeah I was here a few years ago that was my assignment I that was again like uh, being a teacher. Mm, <laughs> so I yes. did feel that role, that capacity. And, and the way I saw it when I was training here was just like, this is the second, this is the next generation, you know, you want to pass on all that information, all, all that experience that you had. So I was here for two years. I I'm very passionate. Um, I do love training and also forces you to have to get back into shape. Right. I mean, mm. I cannot expect, uh, you know, these officers to do something that I wouldn't be able to do myself. So that's the perks about um, working out of the training academy is, you know, being in top shape, keeping up with current um, training um, information and things like that or practices, best practices. So,
1: yeah. <laughs> so is being a police officer, I mean, I mean like you say, we we see, um, you know, especially me being in the news media, all types mm-hmm. of scenarios and situations dangerous situations that officers respond to and you guys are there when um you know all hell breaks loose excuse me but mm-hmm. no and thank you right. thank you you know for for being there on the front lines but I mean just how dangerous is the job oh it's you know I it's it's crazy.
2: It's like, you know, you, everybody watches shows like cops or, you know, CSI and things like that. And there is some truth to that when you're watching it. Um, I think the crazy thing is that as far as officers really have to take care of their health and, and things like that, because you're driving, I'll give you an example, you're driving to a call. And you get sent the dispatcher sending you. Your mind is already racing. Okay, how am I gonna, how am I gonna respond? How where am I gonna park the vehicle? How am I gonna approach this building? Um, depending on what the call is, of course, and, and things like that. And then, and let's just say it's an assault and you have to break up people who are fighting. Your your mm-hmm. your body level, your endorphins and all of that. Um you know is stress levels are raised and then once it's done right you settle down your body has to come down and then you have to get sent to the next call oh. and the next call could be something some, something like uh you know, somebody drowning or you have to do CPR and or the, and the next call after that is something not so much. Somebody just, you know, wants to complain about the loud noises. So your 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 body levels, your your stress levels are going up and up, up and up constantly. Um, I would say that's something that a, a lot of us officers struggle with. Now, if you have um, outlets, a firm example for me and my outlets is uh, um working out or especially yoga meditation in my in my wiser years I don't want to say older years <laughs> I've, I've learned to incorporate that and things like that so w- with the younger generation we we do try to it's not this like um, you know it, it equates weakness or whatnot but um, I think the younger generation is great in that that they're very more they're open-minded as opposed to when I first came in 20 years ago, nobody, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going <laughs> to yoga my yeah. way out of my problems. You know what I mean? Or, or things like that. So um, that is very helpful in order to kind of, you know, um, being able to bring that ebb and flow and, and relax and and then kind of center yourself and then go to the next call. So yeah, that's, that's the stressful situation it is. And it is scary because, You're going into the unknown. You never know. We're like, where people are, I can compare it to firefighters. We run into the building, Mm -hmm. right? We're not running away. So, yeah, it's very stressful.
0: And on top of that too, right? You must be thinking, female or male, thinking about your family. If you have kids, you must be always thinking about that.
2: Yes, definitely in the back of my mind. I I can tell you now, I'm not on the, I mean, I want to be on the road. Like if I had a choice right now, I'd be on the road, but I do, I have stepped away from the patrol aspect because, because of my children, they've asked me, you know, mom, I, 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 don't want you to be on the road anymore. You know, I like, I, I'd rather you be. Can you be in an office? And they've asked me that. Um, so, and that's the only reason why I'm, I'm back in a, more in a, of an office setting. I still like to go um, on patrol. I still, uh, I miss it, miss it very much because, you know, as, as, as crazy as that sounds, as stressful as that sounds. Um, I would say it's it's really well balanced because you go out into your community and you know this is an island right I always say there's no such thing as six degrees of separation like somehow we're related or Mm -hmm. somehow we run into each other so it's very important that you treat everyone with respect um, as far as policing goes and how you even when you arresting somebody because you never know you're going to run into them and I can I can tell you I've had many times where people would say You know, officer. Thank you so much. You know, you say you, and I know I'm not the only one that's experienced this. But they'll say, you know, you saved my life, or because of you, I turned around, and um, you know, I was able to do something with myself. You know, so there is that that um, you feel like this is a fulfilling prophecy that you did the right the career. I chose the right career. So you know, it's a it's a great career. Um, I don't want it to. I don't want to paint a picture where it's like it's all negative. Because, you know, the reality is that you're, you're helping your community, you know, sometimes small on a small scale, you know, when you're reading a book to a kid, you know, and they remember it 10 years down and on a bigger scale sometimes where it's like huge where you, you know, you handle a really felonious case and the lady comes to you and cries to you and says you saved me
1: things like that so do you it does feel good in uh, do you wish that i mean do you feel that you get the support from the public as much as you should uh you know i i feel for the most part we do
2: have support i you know we're lucky i i can't speak for mainland but i can tell you here um locals yeah they for the most part, they love, unless they've had like a negative um, interaction, which is rightfully so, you know, and that's how I always tell kids when I speak to high schoolers, when they come and they they come to this um, academy and they give it, get a tour, I say, hey, can you raise your, you know, raise your hands, have you ever had a b- bad experience with police officers? Yeah, yeah, I would say, you know, four or five of them will raise their hands that they had a bad interaction. And I always, you know, challenge them like, If you join the police department, you can change that. You can turn that around and you can you can go and react. I mean, go to cases and be that great officer full of respect and and lead by example. So, you know, I understand it's a it's a double edged sword. You know, it's I think what um, we just have been on the news so much, you know, what I mean, with defund the police and things like that, that we have this negative. Um, but for every negative, we have this, you know, maybe four or five for every bad, we'll have great um, interactions with people, you know, and where they're very thankful for us. So I do like I so I handle the social media. Okay, that's a perfect example. I handle the social media and I can, I can tell you all our DMS, you know, I would say, some of them are just not, not happy, you'll never please them. Mm-hmm. Um you know they've been wronged in some way, but at the same time you'll have people thank you so much for your service. So, and you learn to just tune it out and not take it personal because it's the uniform, it's the uniform, and not me as a person. So.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, are you noticing more females? I mean, mm-hmm. versus when you first joined, are you noticing oh, a change? Definitely.
2: Yes. Yes, and that's, I always encourage people and I'm always like recruiting and like I meet somebody who has a very charismatic or dynamic personality or, you know, I can tell that they're assertive. I'm like, have you ever thought of joining the police department? You know, when I'm, when I'm not in my uniform. Um, but yes, it has because when I, I remember first coming in, we didn't have that many females. I could go, I could work out of the Pro City Station, for example, and there'd be two of us, you know, two of us when we first started on, on the same watch. And now you go, I you know, sometimes there's like six or seven, and it's um it's it's wonderful. I'm like, oh, it's a dream team, you know, yeah. coming to work. Wow. So it it is, it's it's great. Um yeah, I, I love that there's more females in the department.
0: Gosh. <laughs> yes yeah, you're a good representation uh, um, of the department as a whole and also for for females, let alone moms that like, so like it makes you feel possible like you can do anything because look at you you're 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 a mom of four, right and yes, you've been in the department yes. for twenty three and and twenty three years yes. yeah, so it's not something that's unreachable and you're right. doing good in the community. You, you know you're you're a great represent presentation and it's good for like steph and i to see like hey you can do anything as a female and more so nowadays
2: definitely definitely and you know um coming to the police department i do encourage people when they come to the academy like you know give it at least five years in patrol five years in patrol and then you can branch off there are so many things in the department that you can do it you're not relegated to just police work you know you can do there you can go undercover if you want to um you know you can do work such as me you know doing um social media or it's 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 the, the sky's the limit in the department you don't have to just do patrol
1: but patrol is fun like- <laughs> that's, that's, i'm <laughs> glad i brought that up yeah i'm glad you yeah brought that up because i was going to ask about you know the promotions from within and it seems like there are so many different kinds of opportunities and different directions that you can go with a career with HPD. So I'm really glad that you brought that up. It's not just all about patrol, um, but wow, undercover right. too, that's a whole nother set mm-hmm. of training for that too then, right? And even, can yes, you even work to become definitely. a detective?
2: Yes. So um, to become a detective, so I'm a sergeant and sergeants and detectives are um, uh, the same uh, like a, we have this uh, grading process, like you know, like the military, they have E, E two, E three. We have the same thing. We have P O five, seven, eleven. Um. So, I'm a P eleven, which is detectives and sergeants. They're the the same rank. So yes, you do have an opportunity. Um, and we highly encourage it. Like my my goal as a supervisor is to to make in, ensure that the the ones below me, such as corporals and officers, that they want they aspire to be you know supervisors one day too as well. So you know that's that's ha- our whole goal. So usually it's the process is um, you have um, do you have to make up some years on patrol, um, and then you have to do a test. You have to take a test, and then you have an interview process. Which is, you know, daunting. Some people it's it's very hard to do an interview in front of a panel of three people and sometimes and strangers, you know what I mean? So yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. But that's the goal to promote.
1: But then when so- like um like forensics, that's like a specialty, mm-hmm. right? So you you don't enter the police force just um and then go to forensics. You have to go to school for that, right? Or
2: yeah, that's a totally different. So that's our civilian side where they would um and, and we do have job openings, you just have to keep an eye out and whatnot, because it goes through the city. But yes, we do have that you don't, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say that there are there have been some officers who, you know, get their degree, and then they go and change over to some things like the departments um, equivalent to CSI on TV is called SIS. Um, scientific investigative investigation section. So yes, you could. I'm. I i would I'm never gonna say like no. Once you're an officer, you're an officer. But yes, a lot of times because we do have programs in the department uh, where we reimburse you and go to, uh, for certain degrees and whatnot. So yeah, you could definitely come. I I I do believe we have one person that's done that before, where they they were, you know, um, a police officer and then they went over to the SIS section.
1: So. Yeah, anything's possible. Wow, (laughs) Wow. sounds like it. Where's an easy place for people to start to find out more info?
2: Oh, I would say join Honolulu PD that... ORG is the best way to find, because we have openings there. We list job openings for, for example, um, dispatchers or telecommunications officers, I should say, um, police recruits, as well as um, job openings for within departments such as senior clerk typists. And I, I do believe we have several uh, openings right now within the department for our civilian hires, and that is listed on joinhonolulupd.org, or if you have Instagram, you can go to the at (laughs) join HPD. They have their own. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You do a good job with the social media. Just let you know, because I follow you guys. So you guys. Oh, yay. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. 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 yeah,
2: It's it's fun, but it forces you to, have to keep watching trends and you know and things like that so sometimes I mean before I got into this particular position I loved social media and not to say that I don't love social media but now it's like it's it's work right oh. so it, it, the dynamics have changed
0: <laughs> yeah I can't imagine thank you for your yeah just a great spokesperson for the department and thank you for supporting the community and doing what you do and for doing that for 23 plus years and probably more to come and being a strong woman, female, yeah. that, yeah, yeah, that's that's so great. Uh, for, thank you.
1: I, mean, me yeah. Just, I mean, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. and Sergeant of um, Delta Force. You know, I just want to say, yeah, like what like Noli said, you know, big mahalo, thank you to you and the entire force. Um, you know, I mean, we just being in the media, we see, you know, what you guys go through, and um, it's just a lot of you're faced with a lot of tough situations outside, and uh, you know, because of the fact that you guys put your lives on the line, you know, protect the community, it just, you know, it really means a lot. So thank you, first and foremost, for all of that. And um, I guess one thing, if you could leave us with is just, you know, what's the biggest rewards? I, I know you kind of touched on that, but maybe overall for, um, you know, just being a police officer, because I know that there are risks involved, which you talked about, but, you know, if you could leave us with what's maybe some of the biggest rewards of being a police officer. Yeah.
2: Yeah. First, um, I want to say thank you so much for this opportunity. I really appreciate that. Um, I would say the biggest reward um, for that, there's so many, there are so many, but if I have to choose one, I would say that in some small way, you're leaving a legacy behind for the community. You know, letting them know that the the police department is here. Um, Yes, we do have bad apples. That's in any career though. But for me personally, uh, I'd like to hope or I'd like to think that me leaving behind a legacy that an officer helped me one day or the police department or Honolulu Police Department has re- great outstanding officers that re- truly care about the community. That is something um, that I hope, you know, that's the reward for me, leaving behind that legacy.
1: All right, everybody. Yes. Thank you so much. Ruiz. Thanks, so you and thank you so much for all that you do for our community and to keep us safe and um, get back home safely to your family now (laughs) thank you you so much you guys have a good evening you too too. Be well.
0: take care aloha
1: your best yes